0: All right, this is Hindsight 2020, this one for NFL Post Week 6, and happy to report that Mike and I are back on the winning side of the ledger, went 3-2 and with our picks this week, some were better than others, but as we do every Monday, recapping our five Super Contest picks, see where we got things right. And where we got things wrong. Uh, let's start with the wrong. And I think I learned a valuable lesson this week. And that is when you spot the Admiral Akbar, it's a trap game, which I thought for sure was the Colts against the Jaguars. Probably should just stay away from that game completely. Maybe the whole game is trappish, so to speak. But more importantly than that, you got to identify the correct game. Now, non-contest related, one of the huge losses for me yesterday from a cash perspective was I bet the 49ers, and that was the trap game. And it was such a trap game that I didn't even recognize that it could be. All I was was confident to the highest levels that San Francisco was the right side in that one and so foolish. The line is at five. As it moves down to four and a half, as it moves down to four, as it moves down to three and a half, I just got more and more excited. Here's the deal with gambling when lines start moving your way. You should only be excited if you already bet and got the best of the number if you haven't bet yet and the team you want to bet keeps going on sale there's a reason and it's usually a trap now Jacksonville we had them at two and a half and the game closed at one and a half so sort of felt like we had closing line value in that one that's just a tough game because it's It's hard to peg Indy. One thing that I wish I had been more vocal about before we ended up on the Jaguars is in order for that to be a good pick, everything I believed about Jacksonville being much improved had to be true, and Indy really had to be about as bad as I thought they could be, and all of that might be true. But the adjustments to each team as far as their grade, as far as their power rating. Indy was at the floor. Jacksonville was close to the ceiling. Tough to get value. We take a loss in that game. Betting the road, underdog Jaguars. Uh, Mike's ultimate decision. He ended up on the Kansas City Chiefs as the line went from two and a half to three. Once again, You're getting the Chiefs plus two and a half. Boy, that sounds like a great deal. By Sunday, we're offering them for plus three. You gotta be able to smell the trap. Now, I I thought that this was a good pick as well. I was with Mike. We thought we were getting value with the number. But here's a lesson for not out-sharping the room. When Buffalo beats teams, they beat them up pretty bad. The point's are almost don't matter. And I know for every wise guy out there or every sharp thinking better, it's always about the numbers. But in today's NFL, teams are able to get to margin. They're able to cover. When you're going to take an underdog, and I highly recommend taking a lot of underdogs. You've got to have some idea That you think that they can win the game outright. Now the Chiefs, certainly we thought they could win. But were we really confident that they were the more likely team to win? I don't know if we ever addressed that basic fundamental question. We end up taking a loss on the Chiefs game. Although it was a good one to watch. All right, enough about the unfortunate losses of the day. Let's take a look at some of the winning. First, I've been saying it all week, Ugly Betty has to get back into contention. And I know I'm repeating myself here, but what is Ugly Betty? Ugly Betty is the pick that no one wants to make. It's the team that looks so bad, has disappointed so much that no one, not even pros and especially the public, doesn't want to get anywhere near betting them. It's bet the other side or pass. When you recognize the spots and where these teams are, it should just be an autoplay. And remember, it's not. this is not the trap because... The books are actually giving you a deal, not because they're trying to trick you, but because they really need some action to balance out their books. So there's a difference, and you have to be able to recognize when these lines get inflated, is there a reason? Well, we saw Pittsburgh against Buffalo the week before. We knew we'd be getting a deal on them. And hey, Tampa, despite their lack of covering spreads this year, has still been viewed as a good team. People like to back Brady. This was just obvious. It jumped off the page. And all you had to do was have the stomach to be able to place that bet. Me and Mike both knew going in. This is a pro play. We're going to make it. We're not going to overthink it too much. And we end up on the Steelers plus nine and a half. Hey, they win the game outright. Uh, great cash play I had on this game too. I played a correlated parlay with the under, meaning I felt if Pittsburgh was going to be competitive in this game, it wasn't going to be in a shootout. And under 46 and a half seemed like a perfect place to make that play. So it was a winner all across the board Contest, cash, and the like. Pittsburgh plus nine and a half. All right, our chain of custody pick. And boy, I'll tell you what, me and Mike went back and forth on the Patriots-Browns game. We attacked it from all angles. We put ourselves in place to How would we like the game at two and a half? How would we like the game at three? How would we like the game with Mac Jones? How would we like it with uh, Zappy Gilmore there? I mean, we just went through the exercise knowing we were going to have to play this game. And that's the thing. Look, normally when you're so back and forth on a game, you just pass. You don't bet it. But I think the chain of custody is really forcing me and Mike, a couple amateur betters, to get past where we're comfortable and really dig in to try to find the value sides. And here's what it came down to for me. We could have had Cleveland minus two and a half. And I could make the whole argument that market says that's the value side of the number. But then I thought about it. Over the past 40 years... Wise guys have been losing money betting the Cleveland Browns because they're better than their record and they're getting value. And they've been fading the New England Patriots because the stats don't explain why they're as good as they are. So here was the perfect scenario where I could just buck the sharp tendency to play the numbers and know, hey... If market's telling me anything, it's saying this is a field goal game. And in a close game, give me the genius Belichick and the well-managed Patriots every single time. It looked easy once it was over. I'm glad me and Mike worked through this and came up with the right side. Patriots chain of custody. We had them plus three, won the game outright, another big winner. Lastly, my ultimate decision. Now, me and Mike were in disagreement. His ultimate decision going into the week was New Orleans, but decided when the three was available in Kansas City, he would move there. And that's good because we were just going to leave the game out of the contest, but why would you want to leave such a fantastic pick out of the contest? Had the Bengals minus two, Now, there was a lot of areas where New Orleans outplayed the Bengals in this game. I mean, they ran the ball efficiently. But New Orleans was one for five in the red zone. And Jamar Chase made a big 60-yard reception late in this game. But Joe Burrow was making big plays all game, efficient in the red zone, more efficient on third down. If you look at the stats, even though New Orleans... Put together a lot of offense. They were unable to close at any point. I thought this was a good pick with an underrated Bengals team. We got the win. Three and two on the week. It is our fifth winning week out of six. We're 18 and 12 on the year. And I'm telling you, I said this on Thursday. Me and Mike are doing okay. We're picking games well, but we have yet to run hot. And we are going to run hot. I feel big things coming in this contest. You're going to want to keep listening and you can bet on it.